What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, sis. Welcome back to Girl Goodnight. I'm Return of Lamac, and every Sunday you can relax to binaural beats while I read you a melanated bedtime story. Join the Girl Goodnight gang. You can find us on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. All links will be in the episode description. Complete the form linked in our bio to be featured on the show and share your thoughts and opinions in the Girl Goodnight Land Facebook group. Help your friends sleep in melanated peace. Girl, share the show and show us some love with the five-star rating and review. Our journals make the perfect addition to the show. View them and all of our merch on Etsy, link in description. Tonight, we'll be reading O, written by author Camille. To learn more about author Camille, check out the Blackberry series. All links to keep up with author Camille and shop her collection will be available in the episode description. His side of the story. Man, I'm telling you right now, I'm not trying to hear none of the bull about settling down and getting married. That's not me, dog. And I already hear the thoughts stomping around in your mind. He's a typical man. So, so what if I want to spend my life doing what I want to do? I don't have any kids. Why tie myself to a family in the headache of being constantly available for every damn thing? Women want too much. They want you to take them everywhere you go, shower them with gifts and compliments, pay attention to everything they say, and like everything they like. The list just keeps going, and it's exhausting, because at the end of the day, men are only faking the funk and doing most of this stuff for sex. That's it. I said it. Threw my players card on the table like a big joker. Sex. That's all we want. Every man out there that's married just happened to get in the wrong bed and couldn't get out. He didn't want to stay. He got tricked. So be warned. If you plan on finding a happily ever after, he fell in love and they rolled off into the sunset in this book, you need to find another read. Fellas, holla at your boy. I'm representing in this one. Ha, Lorenzo. Now, close your eyes. Take a deep breath and sleep in melanated peace. Episode 34. Where you been? Mitchell asks as soon as I walk in the conference room where we're all gathered to hear the latest unnews that fuckface Schultz wants to tell us. How to eat. I'm wearing a big-ass grin and it gives my meaning away. Mitchell shakes his head. Man, if I had met you before quiche, I'd still be single. I don't know how the fuck you managed to get so much pussy. Ah, nah, fam. This was the pussy. Corinne? His eyebrow shot up. You know it. Damn! So things are progressing. 
man, I'm telling you, that's mine right there. He laughs at me. Gonna be a bitch to claim, but fuck it. Nanny ain't raised no punks. We do a bro shake and snap. The entire time Schultz is standing at the head of the table talking, all I'm thinking about is getting off work and going back to see my beautiful. She called earlier and started her usual flirting. I have to admit, this shit is super sexy to me. She keeps my dick hard with her little innuendos, but I was shocked as shit when she said I could come by and eat her pussy. I expected her to fall back when the shit gets hot like she's been doing since we caught the body at her place a couple of weeks ago, but she was ready today. So as Mitchell said, things are definitely progressing. This shit is all new to me. I've never wanted a relationship before, but she's mine. I know it with every fiber of my being. That shit may sound weak as fuck to some of you niggas, but I'm telling you what I know. When God sends you the woman you're supposed to have, your best bet is to grab her with both arms and wrap your legs around her if you have to, because if you ever let her go, your ass is going to suffer miserably for the rest of your life. When Schultz bitch ass stops talking, I'm annoyed that people have questions. Let's hurry this bitch along. It's Friday and I got shit to do. I'm already planning to run home, shower, change, and grab beautiful some long stem white roses. The last flowers in that edible arrangement went over well. She needs to be spoiled and I'm just the man to do it. All my plans work out, but it's a little later than I intended when I knock on Beautiful's door. I'm freshly shaved and showered in jeans and a t-shirt holding a bouquet of long stem white roses. She answers the door in a long sundress. Her hair is piled on top of her head and the nigga smells food cooking. Hi. She smiles as she steps back to let me in. I smile in return. She does that for me. What's up, beautiful? I kiss her soft lips. Damn, she tastes good. I hand her the roses and walk in. The dining room table is set. Lorenzo? Her tone is filled with trepidation. I don't like it. I glance over my shoulder and see her still standing at the door, watching me warily. What's up? Beautiful takes a deep breath and then rushes to say, There are 11 roses here. The last time you sent flowers, there were 11. I'm just making sure you're not getting jacked at the flower shop. Oh, that. And no, she's not checking for the jacking. She's making sure I'm not giving one of them to some bitch. I walk to her and close the door. You're number 12. I kiss her neck. She melts just like I knew she would. I have my Uncle Silas to thank for that glass of pimp juice. Oh, is all she can say. Thank you, they're beautiful. She presses them to her nose and inhales deeply before smiling up at me. Just like you. It just pops out of my mouth. Yeah, it's something I would ordinarily plan to say to get out of female, but with Corinne, this shit comes naturally. I kiss her again. Hungry? For you. Another kiss, longer and deeper this time. My man in them is rising. She pulls away and looks up at me. I made steaks, baked potato, corn on the cob, and salad. Damn, woman, you got skills like that? I love to cook, and part of me wishes she had waited and let me help. Next time. You know it, she cracks. A man who works all day needs a good home-cooked meal when he gets off. Fuck me. When was the last time a woman other than Nanny cooked anything for me? I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm humbled. Come on. She takes me by the hand and leads me to the dining room table that's been laid out. Sit here. At the head of her table? Is this a message? I refuse her command. Nah, I'm going to help you bring out the food. 
I'm going to pull out your chair for you, and then I'll sit right here. Her eyes crinkle at the corner when she smiles. You're so bossy. You love it. I do. This time she goes up on her toes and kisses me before turning to walk into the kitchen. I follow like a dog sniffing heat. There are pans of food covered in foil on the island, but otherwise the kitchen is clean. All of the dishes have been washed and even the stove is sparkling. Damn, I would have expected a little mess in here after the meal she prepared. And she's all done up in that sundress with that fat ass sitting up. I walk up behind her and wrap my arms around her waist and start nuzzling the back of her neck. My hands move up to grab her breasts. I could squeeze these things until my fingers cramp up. They're amazing. What are you doing? She's giggling, but she's leaned into me, as she should. I'm hungry again. I let my hands slowly move down her sides as I squat behind her and start pushing up her dress. Lorenzo! She's breathless. I glance up to see her head is falling back. She's gripping the kitchen island with both hands. Hmm. She's wearing another thong. Shit, look at that. I lean forward and bite her ass cheek and she gasps, so I bite the other. Oh shit, she moans when I flutter my tongue down the inside of her thigh. Open up and let me in. Her legs open and I shove my whole face up in that shit. I can't get enough of her. I lick and suck until her legs start trembling and she finally lets out a loud scream that makes my heart race. I did that. She's having trouble staying on her feet, so I stand back up, take a condom out of my pocket, and put it on the island. Open that for me. That's trust, because I don't let any females touch my rubbers. These bitches are tricky, and I'm not trying to get caught up. But with my beautiful, I'm cool. I quickly unfasten my jeans and shove them along with my boxers down to my thighs. By now, she's handing me the condom. I slip it on and pull her ass cheeks apart and start my journey to paradise. I lift one of her knees up on the island and press forward. Oh my God. I know I'm not the first here, but you better believe I'll be the last. I work my way in until I'm fully seated inside her. It feels amazing. Her body trembles all around me as I wrap my arms around her and she lays her head back on my shoulder. She caresses the side of my face and we stay that way for a few minutes. When I begin to move again, I'm like a man possessed. I take her mouth and run my tongue along the roof of it. Her pussy muscles have a death grip on my dick. Yes, Lorenzo, right there. She's slamming her fist against the counter as I pick up speed. I'm not going to last much longer. I've waited too long for this. For her. Mine. It's an animalistic growl that's foreign to me. I'm looking at her face, committing it to memory. It's filled with pure bliss, and this is how I want to remember her for always. Beautiful opens her eyes and stares back at me. She's close, making small mewling noises that urge me on to finish this. Mine, Corinne. Yes. Her answer sends us over the edge. Episode 36. Last night after dinner at Beautiful's, we rearranged the rugs on her living room floor. I can't get enough of that woman. I wanted to stay over, but she didn't extend an invitation. So after we cuddled and watched a little TV, I got my ass out of there. It won't be long until overnight visits are our thing. It's cool. I can wait because she's worth it. I'm taking her to get new tires for her car this morning. I planned it that way so we could spend the day together. I don't know what type of men she's been with, 
She actually thought I was going to tell her she needed new tires, offer to take care of it, and not pay. It's so many fake-ass men out here that women don't even recognize a real one when they see him. Corinne is dressed in another loose-fitting sundress, but nothing can hide that fat ass. I reach around and grab two big handfuls when she hugs me hello. I taste those pretty lips. Damn, she smells so good. I bury my face in her neck and breathe her in. It's not the perfume either. It's her. If you don't stop, we're not going to make it out of here today. She giggles and pulls away from me. I don't let her get far. That's cool, too. She's laughing hard now. You are a mess. Shit, you keep me hard. I grab my dick against her abdomen and the chuckle stop. Her eyes go smoky, and I know what that means. My lady wants some loving, but I gotta make sure she's safe, so tires first. Let's go. I grab her hand, and we lock up and head to the garage where I get my vehicles worked on. I know the guy who owns it. Renzo, what's up, baby? Duan comes over and slap shakes my hand before looking curiously at the other one that's holding on to Beautiful. I know this is some shit he's never seen before because I've never done this shit before. Not even when I was with Harmony. I always thought holding a female's hand was for suckers. Boy, was I wrong. Holding her hand keeps her near to me to protect her. Wants other niggas that she's taken and not my fucking sister. And it also feels good. I'm King Kong up in this bitch with her near me. What's good, Duan? I'm wearing a cocky ass smile. Yeah, nigga, this is me. This is my lady, Corinne. I pretend I didn't hear her slight gasp when I called her mine. The two of them speak. She needs new tires and an alignment. Sticker in the window says it's time to change oil, too. I got you, Dewan says, punching buttons on his tablet. Y'all want to hang out here or y'all coming back to get it? I pass him the keys. We'll wait. My truck's out back and the keys are in it if you want to make a block or two. He looks over his shoulder at the cars under the garage. It'll be about an hour. Cool. I lead Beautiful over to the waiting room and we take a seat on the hard plastic couch. There are a couple of guys and another couple waiting too. Corinne reaches over and picks up a magazine as I lay my hand on her thigh and take out my phone. You got anything else planned for today? I scroll through my emails. It's Saturday, but I'm a workaholic and I can't help the need to stay on top of things. Nope. I squeeze her thigh. You want to go get lunch when we leave here? Okay. Beautiful gives me a smile. The door opens and Miss Pearl walks in. Dewan is her grandson, so I'm not surprised to see her here. Renzo! She looked at my hand on Beautiful's thigh with her eyebrows raised. Okay, I see you now. Hey, Miss Pearl. I stand up and give her a hug. This is my lady, Corinne. Corinne, this is one of Nanny's best friends, Miss Pearl. The two ladies shake hands and Miss Pearl sits on the other side of Corinne, her wise eyes taking in everything. I ain't never seen Renzo out in public with a woman before, so forgive me for staring. Corinne laughs at that. So, how you two meet? Come on, Miss Pearl. I grown like a kid. She hasn't met Nanny yet. I know that little egghead boy. Osceola wouldn't have been able to hold on to that information. So, don't ask Corinne all these questions and tell Nanny everything before she had a chance to talk to her. Miss Pearl looks at me like I'm crazy. Boy, did I tell your nanny about that time you were seven and showed that little Mexican girl your pecker? Oh, fuck. No, ma'am. Or, ha 
How about the time when you shoveled up that fire ant bed and put it in Eula Mae's favorite Porsche swing? The one with the nice cushion? Miss Pearl. What about when your ass was messing around with Wanda and got the VD? Huh? Did I tell your nanny about any of that shit? Beautiful is dying. No, ma'am. Then don't come up in here talking to me like I don't know how to keep your secrets. All you have to say is, Miss Pearl, will you please not tell nanny about Corinne until they met? That's it. Miss Pearl, will you please not tell nanny about Corinne until they met? Miss Pearl looks at Corinne. Did that sound legit to you? Sounded to me like he said it with a little attitude. Beautiful nods. I think so too. Maybe he should try to be more sincere with his tone. The fuck? Yeah, you better try that again, Brenzo. We didn't get that you really want me to keep this. I try again, making sure I put as much dramatic theatrics in the question as I can. Miss Pearl. Will you please not tell Nanny about Corinne until they met? Ooh, that was better. Beautiful exclaims. Uh-huh. Sounded just like some shit off a soap opera. I almost believed it. Miss Pearl laughs. So, baby, tell me, where are you from? I listen as Miss Pearl and Beautiful talk and laugh the hour away about everything under the sun until her car is ready. I want to take you to meet Nanny. I say when we get in the car. Won't even wash and vacuumed it. Corinne looks surprised and scans herself. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I laugh. She lets out a long sigh. We haven't talked about what we're doing. I raise an eyebrow. Do we need to? She considers my question. Yeah, I think so. Maybe we should wait until after we know where this is going before we start meeting the family. I take my hand off of the drive shaft. Okay, let's talk now. Now? She's surprised. I rub my hand over my mouth. Yeah, I don't want you walking around wondering where my head is and trying to figure out what we're doing or where this is going, as you put it. Okay. She nods again, but her expression is guarded. What do you want from this? Me? For all her bluster, she sure is a fragile thing when it comes to relationships. Not that I'm an expert, but I know what I want and I'm not afraid or ashamed to tell her. Okay, I'll go first. I concede. I want you, Corinne. I've never had a serious relationship before, so I might fuck up some. But I know that honesty, respect, and faithfulness are a huge part of it. And that I can do. Her mouth is literally hanging open like I just said I want to take her to the moon for breakfast in the morning. Has this woman ever had a man talk to her like a grown man should? I want you too, but I'm so scared. She's being honest and that I can work with. I take her hand and place a kiss to the inside of her wrist. Shit, that makes two of us, baby. But I got you. Believe that. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
episode 38. Beautiful doesn't hear the car when it pulls up, but I do. I slow my strokes down long enough to glance out the window. I see her ex and her sons getting out of the car. Fuck. Picking up speed, I know I only have a few minutes to finish before they start ringing the doorbell. Yes. Beautiful has her eyes squeezed shut as she bites her lip, her hips rocking in time to meet mine for every thrust I give her. Damn, she feels so good. I glance out of the window again and see the kids tossing a softball between them. The doorbell rings. Corinne's eyes open, but not for long. I bottom out inside her. Her legs start trembling and she demands more. I comply. The door. I groan. No, no, don't stop. I know I should tell her it's her kids, but she uses her pussy muscles to squeeze my dick and there's no way I can pull out right now. I'll just make it quick. I hold on to her tightly, burying my face in the side of her neck and get lost in the sensations we create. That's when I get the feeling that we weren't alone. To my right, I see the ex is standing in the doorway watching us with pure, unadulterated hatred. This nigga. I whip the covers back, grab the back of Beautiful's neck with my left hand and behind her knee with my right. Pushing her leg up, I pull out until only the tip of my dick remains in her goodness and fall in that shit as deep as possible. Whose pussy is this? I ask her as I look that nigga deep in his eyes. Yours. She's lost in the death strokes I'm delivering, over and over. I don't change my speed and I don't stop looking this punk-ass bitch in the door. I curl my lip at him, daring him to come across the room so I can knock his ass out. Who's pussy beautiful? I demand again. Yours, Lorenzo. Damn, I'm coming. I smirk at the motherfucker and turn my attention back to my lady. She says she's about to come. That means I have work to do. I don't have time to worry about what her past is doing. His bitch ass better take notes, run home, and try some of this shit out on that bitch he left her for. Come for me. I gave her everything. Beat that pussy down until it's nothing but wet, 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 and the only sounds in the room are of us panting and her screaming. I hear car door slamming just as she starts to come, and I let go, getting the best nut of my life. I roll over on my back and pull her on top of me. Our bodies still joined. I can't stop touching her. My hands slowly caress her back as she lets out a deep sigh. Oh my God, I may not be able to walk for a few hours. You fucked the shit out of me. We laugh. That's because you took my pussy and hid it from me. I got time to make up for her. Lifting her head to stare in my eyes, she raises an eyebrow. Your pussy? I don't blink. Damn right. I told you already. Mine. She trembles and I give her another stroke. I'm pissed hard, but my man is about ready to go again. Beautiful doesn't say anything more. She puts her head back on my chest and I wrap my arms around her and hold her tightly. I need to come clean with her. We had a visitor. Huh? Your ex-husband was at the bedroom door. She jerks forward, shocked. What? I nod towards the bedroom door. Your ex was at the door a few minutes ago. Her mouth falls open as she stares at the open door. I wait for her reaction, hoping she won't be too mad at me for continuing. She throws her head back and screams in laughter, falling on the bed beside me, clenching her stomach as she continues to howl until tears roll down her face. That's not what I expected. 
Episode 40. I get a call from a blocked number on my way to work. Reject. I'm not trying to get caught up. I'm straight. The last thing I'm trying to do is fuck this up before it even gets started good. Besides, my beautiful is all I need. My phone buzzes again. Must be some bitch. Another reject and it's right back to ringing. Who is this? Lorenzo? It's Harmony and she doesn't sound right. Harmony? She sniffs. I need you. Where are you? What's going on? I'm at the Double Tree. I'll tell you when you get here. Room 498. I'm on my way. I hang up the phone, take a ride at the next light, and circle back towards downtown. I can't guess what it is, but it must be bad for her to call me this early in the morning. And what's up with her at a hotel? As soon as I knock on the door to Harmony's hotel room, she opens it and throws her arms around me, sobbing. It takes a few minutes before she calms down enough for us to make it inside. We sit down at the table near the window. My eyes take in the room. It's average, and it doesn't look like she's been here long, maybe a night or two. But what I don't see is anything that belongs to her kids. She and Leon have three. I sit quietly and wait for her to begin talking. I've known Harmony a long time, and I haven't seen her this upset since our mother died. Leon and I had a fight. Fresh tears run down her face, and I look at my hands. I don't want to get caught up in no bullshit with the pastor over his wife. The man already feels some type of way because I used to fuck with her. He put me out. My head shoots up. Damn. What? Wiping her face, she continues. We were just arguing over something silly, but it just got worse and worse until we were screaming. I know this isn't your problem, Lorenzo. I'm sorry. I just didn't want to be alone. I nod in understanding, but keep quiet. I miss you. I miss talking to my friend. She trying to fuck. I laugh at the bizarreness of her statement. Do you need anything? Is there something I can do for you? I need to treat this situation delicately. This could cause a lot of blowback, not just for me, but for Nanny too. I can use a drink. Damn. She shrugs. I don't know, Lorenzo. I'm just feeling really defiant right now. She walks over to the small refrigerator and pulls out a bottle of wine. It's a little early for drinks, Harmony. Nope, I've been up all night. It's late. She pours herself a plastic hotel cup full of wine and tips the bottle towards me. Nah, I'm good. I wave it off. Drinking deeply from the cup, she returns to her seat, moving it closer to mine. I always thought I had everything I wanted. Oh, shit. Saved by the bell. My phone chooses that moment to ring. It's Mitchell, probably wondering where I am. Hey, I say as gently as possible. I gotta get to work. Are you gonna be okay? Mm-hmm. She drinks more. I'll come back by and check on you later. You want me to bring you anything? Nope. Just you. I try not to read too much into her words, but it's hard. Damn. I text Harmony on and off during the day just to check on her. I don't think she's suicidal, but you can never be too careful with over-emotional people. When I get off around 7, I pick up dinner for the two of us and call her to tell her I'm on my way. She answers the door wearing a long, thin dress with nothing underneath. Damn it, man. She's so fucking fine, I can't help but stare. 
My mouth goes dry at the sight of her hard nipples poking through the fabric. See something you like? She flirts, holding the door open for me and licking her lips. I enter and watch her swaying hips as she walks over to the sofa and sits in the middle. What did you bring me? She moves the contents of the coffee table over, giving me room to place the bag of food and our drinks. Cracker Barrel, you need to eat some real food after all that wine this morning. Our laughs are strained. The atmosphere is tense as I sit next to her and start unloading the bag. She places her hand on my thigh, rubbing it around in small, slow circles. My fucking traitor-ass dick jumps. He's still getting accustomed to our new situation. Why did you cheat on me with Angel? I wasn't expecting that. I was stupid. It's an honest answer. Harmony and I would have been good together. I was young and I didn't know shit about women or being in a relationship. All I knew was that I loved you, but I wanted to fuck her. And now? Now? I look over my shoulder at her. Her eyes are cloudy with lust as she bites her plump lip. Now, you're married to a pastor with children. Guilt causes her eyes to drop. I know, but I mean, are you ready now? For... For a relationship, for a serious commitment. My thoughts immediately go to my beautiful and I feel sick to my stomach. What the fuck am I doing here? This woman has a whole life that doesn't have shit to do with me. She had a fight with her husband, but that's what married people do. And eventually she will go back home. I move her hand off my thigh as my dick shrivels. I clear my throat as my head clears. Let's just eat. I need to get out of here before we do something we will both regret. I want you. And there it is. Nah, you're just hurting right now. I try to play it off like she's not serious, even though I know she is. Harmony laughs, but there's no joy in it, and my heart actually hurts for her. She scoots closer to me, resting her hand on my back. I should have never married him. Not when I was still in love with you. Leaning in, she tries to kiss me, but I jerk away. I don't want to hear this shit. Look, Harmony, tell me that you don't still love me. That you don't want me right now as much as I want you. She reaches for the tie of her dress and I place my hand on top of hers. I look her in the eyes and I know that this is headed nowhere good fast. Yeah, I could fuck her. It would make her feel good for a couple of hours. Me too. But then what? Harmony. My sharp tone causes her to jump. Stop. I came here as a friend. That's it. I'm not trying to fuck with you like that. Tears well up in her eyes as she drops her head in shame. I'm sorry. You need to call him and work this out. I try to comfort her as she cries, but right now all I'm thinking about is how I can get out of here. Are you still up? Girl, good night. What? 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.